Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the People's Podcast. On today's episode, I have Mark Castro. He is a 17-time national amateur champion, a two-time amateur world champion in boxing, newly signed matchroom boxing professional. And man, we had a great conversation about um, boxing, about hard work, about really just going and achieving and accomplishing your dreams. He has a, an amazing story of what hard work looks like. The main thing that kept coming back in this conversation is it wasn't skill. It wasn't natural talent. It was just hard work. Hard work will get you where you need to go. So yeah, guys, I hope you enjoy this podcast and thank you. Two, one. So yeah, man, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, dude. So what's this whirlwind been, man? You you go pro and now I'm seeing you all over social media. This what's what's that been like for you? Uh, it's kind of crazy. It's like I'm like a little kid and I'm still like a kid. I'm just a kid living my dream. That's uh, how can I explain it? Because it's like you just wake up and like I'm happy all the time. Well, like, yeah, like I throw these bumps at me and stuff like that. But it's just like the the biggest goals I wanted to accomplish, like turning pro and like everything just blowing up. It just it's just crazy because you, you, things you can't imagine in your own mind. Yeah. So you were you were at a really high level as an amateur already. Mm-hmm. And then from making that transition from there to pro, has it been like a different level of like people coming at you, people trying to get interviews with you? Has it been the same or what's that been? What's that been yeah, like? It's been like, yeah, it's kind of been like, oh, they want to get interviewed stuff. And um, it's always been like that. But the only difference is like, is the training part. And that's the main part. Okay. That's going to get me to like the next level. And that's, that's what I've been focused on because the the interviews are always going to be the same Mm kind of like they ask the same questions. You get me? Yeah. 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 And the training part, that's when I, I'm not doing my own job. Like nothing else matters. No. Yeah. I get that. So I know um, amateurs and professionals are a little different. Has your training adjusted at all? Like in this transition or is it pretty much the same stuff or what's that been like? It's more like more strength and more power and the more okay. pick shots and um, yeah, it's it's adjusted and a lot of defense, a lot, lot more, a lot of defense, yeah. Because there's no more. This is like these are the big leagues and stuff. This yeah. is like one punch can change the whole fight. That's so, true. That's what it's been. Do you have a timeline? I know with this whole uh, quarantine, that's probably thrown your the goal off a little bit in terms of time. But do you have like an ideal timeline you would want to make your first pro fight? um honestly it was supposed to i think in may may or april one of those okay uh, like everything's getting postponed so it's kind of like maybe honestly if i were to give a guess it would be july okay maybe in july i'm cool with that because i'm young time's on my side and uh, it gives yeah. me more time yeah so one thing i really wanted to ask dude and this is something i've seen from uh seen from through media and watching you train is I know you and your dad have like a really good like father-son relationship which I think is super cool how you guys like your father's your trainer which that's pretty dope um so how did you get into boxing was it from watching him was it something like how old were you when you started like actually training I started when I was four years old it was kind of like a defense yeah My dad had his own boxing gym and um I would train every day like regardless because like it's kind of like my dad on the gym kind of go out go after school and just train mm-hmm. and it was kind of like a thing i had to do and like i didn't like it at first yeah 
but it's kind of like oh you can't say nothing and it's kind of like i'm good at it i'll do it i had mm-hmm. fun doing it. like don't get me wrong yeah i had fun doing it i was natural at it and then i just i'll play any other sports but i'll still be in the boxing gym and then yeah, i eventually fell in love with it because i seen how good i was and um my dad would, my dad didn't want me to play no team sports because he seen that i'm how hard i work yeah so i did, just took off in high school i didn't play no sports and it just took off from there so you started training at four years old um how old were you when you had your first amateur fight? Uh, eight years old. But I started sparring other kids when I was four. Okay, you started sparring at four. And were you, like, straight out the gate just good at this? Or did it take some time? Or was it just, like, right when you started, you just had that? Um, I feel like I have always had, like, I don't want to say I was always good at it. Yeah. because I, like, I've been training my whole life. So, like, I feel like my hard work has got me here. Okay. And um, my dad has got me ready for any situation. And um, so it's, it's a lot of hard work. Like people don't, people don't hardly see that. Like the camera can't capture it. Like me saying can't capture it. Like it's like legit pushing yourself daily, day in and day out from running to um, from running from mitts, from little things and from push, like doing everything so correctly. And like, there could have been so many things messed up that could have went wrong. Yeah, but it, and like I've been blessed and like be in this position. Uh, that's it. Yeah, dude, you're the person where you showed me how good someone can actually work. Cause uh, I had an opportunity to train like with your dad and with you for a little bit, bro. And I thought I had I had a really good cardio. Like I was like, you know what, I'm in good shape. And then you guys would just go and go and go, and you just wouldn't stop. And it like showed me like the level, like and it to show like it's hard work, bro. It's just like nonstop grind. So what's your, um, I saw a little interview of you and Eddie Hearn, you're kind of talking about like your kind of goal. What's your end goal with this? Is it to be world champion? Like what is like when you see like at the end of the day, like 20, 30, however many years is from here and you're like ready to hang it all up. What's, what do you want to accomplish? Okay. So what, so you kind of said a lot. So it's kind <laughs> of, like, okay. So like the cardio, it's like we worked up to it. Like okay. it's not like. From today to tomorrow, I'm not going to learn to run a marathon. It's kind of like a process. Everything in life is a process. Yeah. And like, It's kind of like consistency. The greatness is consistency over time. Like, yeah, like some players might have like one good year, but if they have five, ten good years, that was consistent. That's greatness. It's a thing. It's ability to do the same thing over and over and over. So that's, that's, what, that's what our main thing is just kind of like build on it, build on it, build on it, and sustain what we have. And for the, my end goal for boxing, boxing, um, well, this is like make the most money as possible and be undefeated, win multiple world titles, take the big fights and give the people what they want, the fights they want. And just honestly, just be, um, just be a pride, be pride for, for the people like from Salvador and Mexico and um, USA and, for, and just inspire people mm-hmm. at the end of the day, because that's all you could like. It's, it's what you, it's how you make people feel like, I'm not trying to be like, be cocky and be arrogant. I'm just trying to like, people will never forget how you made them feel like, Oh, when I made him, when he fought that fight, he beat that guy. Like I was so proud of him and this and that, or like when he came, he did this and that, like they just felt good because that you can't take that away from them. 
So just inspire people because that's the main thing you can do. Okay. I respect that. I respect that. So do you have any people like, because I know there's could be different, like there's a hundred different driving factors to want to fight someone. Do you have any fighters like you look up to and you're like, man, I wish one day, like even fighters who maybe not are fighting, like are past for time retired. Is there any like matches where if you like, if I could have that match just to be able to share the ring with them, is there any individuals that come to mind? Um, honestly, the fights um, that I'll see, honestly, I have no like, right now, no clear line of fighters because mm-hmm. there's always fighters that can come up, some fighters that could like fall off or some fighters that move up in weight classes. So many different factors from promoters and all that. Like, but honestly, like, like let's get that out of the way. And um, if I were to fight somebody, I'd like to fight like, um, honestly, don't see nobody come to mind. Okay. I know there's going to be a lot of big fights. There's going to be a lot of demanding fights in the future. And uh, it's going to be, it's going to be great if I fight like some of the guys on their way out, like maybe like uh, Leo Santa Cruz or stuff like that. Like my respect to those guys, like it'll be great to share the ring with those guys. Yeah. All right. That's dope. That's gonna- dope. Yeah, dude, it's exciting. It's super exciting. So I know I'm sure with majority of your interviews and everything, people just talk boxing because that's what you're known for. But is there any, do you have any other like hidden talents that people may not know about or other hobbies or things you're into? Um, hidden talent, hobbies. Um, let me think. Honestly, I just, I like, I play video games. That's probably like the second best. Yeah. And I play like, I'm playing Warzone. You know Warzone? Dude, bro, don't even get me started on Warzone. We'll talk for hours. Yeah. Warzone, I've been playing Warzone. Like, I barely started playing, so I'm not that good. Oh, yeah? So, uh, Warzone, and then I was playing FIFA. And then, honestly, that's it. Like, I've trained like, probably like three times a day. So, like, I really don't okay. have. Just I just, tra- yeah, it's that train and then get on social media and then like eat, get on YouTube, then rest yeah. for a little take a nap, go run, and then come back, chill, rest, social media. Um just repeat. Yeah, it's just the same thing over yeah. and over. I get that. It's though. like it's normal for me. It's normal for me, but like people want to see what I'm doing. Like that's where like I have to post, I have to do this, I have to do that. So like mm-hmm. they wanna see me like on social media because mm-hmm. they wanna see what you're doing. Yeah. Did, is that come natural for you to be someone to want to like be extrovert or post, or is that something you had to like kind of learn over time to be like oh people want to see my day so i need to go on here and post it yeah honestly so growing up i had gotten my first phone when i was 16 mm-hmm. and so like i was not really being on social media like um how do i explain it so when i would go to tournaments i would only post i would win the tournament and I always would see people like my sisters maybe made an Instagram and maybe made like all that Twitter. So like I would see like a lot of guys will post it. They were not that good. They'll just post like, oh, I win this fight, they win this fight, and the next fight they'll lose. So they won't win the tournament. Yeah. They'll like get like a lot of followers and stuff. So I started posting like I won my first fight, my second fight, my third fight, fourth fight. And people like to to like they feel like they're there experiencing it. And um and I really struggled with that, like because it was kind of like, I do this, like, it's like, but it's kind of like social media is a whole different age. And I signed a Gymshark and they kind of want me to post. They want to see me in the Gymshark. They want to see. And it's like, 
that brought me out of my comfort zone and I was kind of like I need that like mm-hmm. and that's perfect so like I love that because like sometimes like it's like you're put in a position like you need to post this many posts and it's kind of like damn like I don't want to post the same thing so like you keep reinventing yourself and yeah it forces you to get creative and get out of your comfort zone yeah exactly that's exactly what it is mm-hmm. and I enjoy that but yeah. um it's just another thing is just understanding social media is all about like it's all about putting yourself out there and uh like I'm in a sport and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in a position where people where people uh, want to know about my life want to know about the little things and that's I'm not like I'm not gonna stray away from that like from when I everybody when I told everybody I lost from the qualifiers I could legit like said nothing and people would not people wouldn't they would just be concerned about it, like why he didn't, why didn't say nothing or anything. But like the me, like the the person inside of me, like people want to know. They they want to know you're an actual person and you go through things and stuff like that. So kind of like I don't want to say you're vulnerable, but it's kind of showing them like you're just a human like everybody else, and they get emotionally attached because they feel they already know about you. That's another thing. Just I'm just trying to show like I'm not bigger or better than anyone else i'm just a regular person that that dedicated myself to the sport yeah and i think that's part of the whole you wanting to inspire people whether you realize you're doing that or not is like by you showing because like it's so easy to be like i win every fight and like you're right you don't really see people posting they lost but like to show that hey i lost and then to come back for i think people relate to that more which as a byproduct gets you more fans of people because people are like, oh, well, we lose every day. And like, oh, Mark lost and he came back and he like yeah. is achieving greatness. I think that like really inspires people. That's cool, dude. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like people like to see that. And um, it's kind of like you just can't. I feel like people could see a fake image through people right away. And yeah. it's kind of like they could tell authenticity if you're yeah. authentic or not. No, that's real. So how how did how did you get involved with Gymshark? How did that happen? <laughs> um, honestly, it happened like uh, it happened through. Um, I went to the Canelo fight and um, mm-hmm. like Ryan and then like Ryan's agent and me, Ryan and his brothers and his whole family were just hanging out at the MGM, and I was talking to his agent. And then like I didn't know that was his agent. We started talking, and then he yeah. told me does. And then we had like we had like started texting and stuff, and then like probably two three I think like three or four months later he just asked me do I like Gymshark and then he's like oh I got a deal for you, and like he was not even like um, like any of my agent or anything he just like it was just like a, I, I like you a lot I want to help you out and look what I did for you and it, it from there it just like got the Gymshark deal that was in September. Shoot, dude, that's dope. That's crazy how that all happens, right? Yeah, it's it was uh it's a blessing because like you can't you can't like you can't like write it in a book like oh i'm gonna get sponsored by a brand yeah it just happened naturally the way it should have so ryan garcia he's he's within this last two years he had major success it's really person and i know you guys kind of came up together does that like inspire you to really be like oh i'm ready like not like not in a bad way where you're like oh i want it because he has it but like inspired to see like your boys doing it so like it does that like bring motivation to you to like get after it like i mean you already are but like really just yeah it's a it's it's um it's great to see people you grew up with like to have success like from 
all the fighters, like everybody knows each other, like Ryan Garcia, um, Devin Haney, like everybody knows like of each other. So it's kind of like, and Brandon Lee and like everybody knows about it. So it's great to see like this, our generation, my generation taking over. And it shows that like, we are that good, but like, it's not like, um, it's not like envious or jealousy. It's kind of like you're proud, like, like he's going to get his, like he done his job and I need to go do my job. So it's kind of like, I'm happy for all of them. And it's kind of like, this is how we are going to feed our family in the future. So it's kind of like, I hope, I wish them success. I hope, wish they have a, a, as they can and just invest it wisely because this is, this is our life. We're putting our life on the line daily. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Do you ever have like a, conversations with ryan or any of these other people yeah. and like try to pick from their Literally. brain oh can you hear me one second let me let me see i think it's like laggy wait is this good yeah it's good now we good, good question do i ever have conversations with ryan and try to pick their brains um like honestly ryan's just another person like is me and Ryan, like, we have conversations and stuff. And, um, like, from everybody in the boxing world, like, and anybody in general, like, every time I have talked to someone, I just try to, like, look at the positives and look what I could take from each conversation. And um, it's just great to have, like, honestly, I don't try to, like, pick Ryan's brain. It's just kind of, like, he's just a friend. Yeah. And, what it do sometimes i get advice on things and but it's mostly like we just have conversations about boxing or just life yeah but but you it's guys, like go ahead i'll say you guys came up as friends so you see him he's just another he's just one yeah. of your boys yeah and it's kind of like it's um i don't want to say and like i just talk to a lot of people like i just try to pick their brain yeah like not in a bad way in a way it's just kind of like I feel like talking to people, understanding people is kind of like people have different experiences in life and you talk to them and you get their opinions on things and it just, it just helps. And whatever you, whatever you're going through or you feel like you're going to have to go through. Yeah, no, yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. I think it is a good thing though. You want to, you want to take the good from those who've been there and done that. So yeah. one thing I want to ask, so for yeah. those who don't know, will you tell us what is your amateur record? Uh, 177 wins and seven losses. That's great. Do you ever, because I've seen you say this in interviews, and every time you say it, like you light up. Does that, do you ever like look back and be like, dang, man? Like, because I know when you're in it, you're just going and going, you know? Like, do you ever like look back now since your amateur career is over and be like, like, yeah, this? like it's crazy because you can't write that. Like, it's kind of like you can't bring it up, but it's hard work. It's kind of like not focusing on what you have, just focusing on what you want to get. Mm -hmm. And it was always to like never lose, always look good regardless. And it was great. Uh, I had a great amateur career and I'm happy for it. I've been blessed, but I've been blessed and I keep, how do you say, like keep working and I stayed humbled and, um, and I got to continue doing that and uh, continue the success in the pros or else that my amateur career wouldn't mean nothing. Correct, dude. You're right. You're, you're totally right. Well, I have like one or two more questions before we wrap this up. But one, do you have an, uh, 
an individual match that stands out or like like one of those really hard grueling just fights that like stands out in your brain or have they all kind of been the same or um probably my my um my hardest fight honestly all the time is probably like myself like my hardest oh. opponent yeah. like cause I have to, like it's always like people know how I'm a fight so I need to like outdo myself reinvent myself because they're studying for the guy that wasn't that fought the last fight not studying for the guy like kind of like adjusting and being prepared but um but if there was one guy it was uh the guy from russia his name nikita piskanov yeah i fought him in russia in his hometown uh in saint petersburg russia at the world championships we were both world champions from the year before okay. but i had i had beat him in the quarterfinals yeah and it was a tough fight because he's a good good fighter southpaw strong um smooth on his smooth on his footwork and it was just it was a good fight i pulled out the victory and um that was probably like my toughest fight because you're like dang like this guy's good like like if i make a mistake like you know like if i make a mistake he made me pay for it yeah so like, i can't make a mistake and when you're thinking like that you fight better but it's kind of like you fight more cautious but then you get more tired and then you, at the end you do need to like like gruel it out like so it's, it was it was a great match yeah for the most one one last question i really want to ask you because it's something and i know you're on such a different level than me like you're on such a high level but i wonder because i know you're like you were saying like you have like you're your hardest fight like one yeah. thing i get even in sparring like my hardest thing is not like them it's getting out of my way and like just not overthinking everything yeah. Do you still, do you experience that still or did it go away or is that like, is that no. still a challenge? Like, yeah. over like overthinking it when you're in there, like not like just letting go and getting after or do you like get nervous and get scared and get an anxious and all that? Um, honestly, like it's like, I'm a regular human. Like I still deal with that, like dealing with like, oh, I should have did this. I should have did that. But that comes over time with just repetition and stuff. And um I still deal with all that stuff. Like I, I would get nervous before my fights, but like once I would get nervous, I I don't like when people say that they don't get nervous because I do get nervous because I care about my performance. It's something I do. And it's kind of like more, it's shifted more, not from a nervousness, but an anxious. Like, I wonder how this is going to play out. Yeah. And, um, because I know I've been, I've been blessed. I've been, I worked hard and, uh, it's kind of like I'm I'm anxious to see this work out and you know you know what you train for, you know what you're prepared for, but it's kind of like you you gotta be prepared for the unexpected because you never know if God wants you to lose that fight or God wants you to break your arm or God wants you to like get a first round knockout. You see? Like it's you still gotta go through the walk. Yeah. You still gotta you still gotta you, do you it. Everything, but you still need to go through it. Yeah. For sure, man. For sure. Well. Thanks for uh, coming on here. One thing I ask everyone before we end it is, and especially I'm really looking forward to asking you, is there anything you want to say out, like if, if there are up and coming fighters or athletes or people who just have big dreams coming out there, like what's your message to those people? Honestly, my message to those people is um, your hard work will never go unnoticed. Even if it doesn't play out into the career the thing you want to do like not everybody's going to be a professional athlete not everybody's going to be doctors everybody has different passions once you find your passage chase it don't don't look for nothing in return 
because if you look for something in return, you already started off with the wrong mindset. I started boxing with nothing on my mind to like, oh, I'm going to get this or that. And uh, look, it gave me everything I ever wanted. And one thing I always looked, I was like, I gave everything I I've seen a quote from Mayweather is I gave everything to boxing and it gave me back more and everything I anything I could ever imagine. So I like stand by that and live by that. So it's uh, I'm very grateful and blessed to be in this position. So honestly, just work hard and sacrifice because it will pay off. Awesome, dude. Yeah. Awesome, bro. Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I see.